Hi, hello, hello, hello. Sorry guys, I was one minute late. I think maybe it's two minutes late at this time. Uh, just every time I'm trying so hard to get you the best signal, to give you the best image, to get you the best sound. We got the sound nailed. I've got this amazing microphone. Still working on finding that perfect internet connection. Still working on finding the best image I can possibly give you. Uh, I understand it might be a little bit blurry from what I was seeing in my tests, but hopefully the sound is good. The audio, you know, I know there's a lag. I know there's some blurriness, but let me know. I'm going to open up the chat right now. Let's see who's here. And, and let me know, you know, what this experience is for you in terms of that image quality, in terms of the sound quality. Uh, gonna put a little something here. How is the sound? How is the image? And let me know how things are going for you. Putting, putting that in the chat just in case you are not seeing me or not hearing me, which would kind of suck. Um, so tonight we have a big webinar. Tonight I am getting deep. I am talking to you about leveling up and I am putting my own experience on this topic on the table because I want to give you an opportunity to recognize yourself if this is something that you have experience with, if this is something that you need to do, if if you need to get to the next level. Um, you know, I I want to help you. I want I want to help you see where you are. I want to help you see how you got there. And I want to help you understand how you're going to get to the next level. So as usual, I'm going to jump right in. I love, love, love having these slide presentations. I'm going to start that up for you. Here we go. So basically leveling up is about bringing out the best in yourself and then, you know, basically we infect the people around us. So when you level yourself up, you will level up on what is around you. Either some people will fade away because you will have outgrown them or the people who love you will level up with you because you are leading by example. And I always say when I'm teaching people who are in a relationship and there's dysfunction in the relationship because each person is bringing in their own baggage. I say, I'm going to show you. And the person who loves you will follow your lead. The person who is more in love with their dysfunction will stay where they are. So this is a very important thing to understand that you can elevate yourself and it will have an effect on the people who love you, who want to be be with you rather than stay within their dysfunction. So I just want to give a shout out while I'm here to Harmony Collective. This is this is a place that I have joined. It is incredible what we do here. It is in Kitchener, Ontario. We have all these practitioners that come together to heal people, mind, body, and soul. Everything from naturopaths um, to energy design. If you were lost, we have people who will show you the way. Reiki practitioners, if you have blockages, they will help you through that. Um, of course, there's me, Canada's dating coach, because when you've 
settle your relationships. And the path to settling your relationship truly is a path to settling yourself. When you do that, when you become more settled, it's amazing what happens to your mind. You become so much more clear. You have so much more focus. And and suddenly you're just on fire. You are lighting up. Um, So I'm going to introduce you a little bit to my husband here. This is the man who lights up my life. You know, I, I call him my muse because I have learned so much being in a relationship with him and we are in love. We've been together for 14 years. Let me tell you guys, I came into this relationship with a fair amount of baggage because I didn't learn what I learned about leveling up until I was in this relationship. So I brought a lot of BS with me. My husband had some baggage. He brought that in with him too. And so of course we did a lot of fighting for about 10 years. But when I figured out what I figured out, we have stopped fighting altogether. It's been four years and counting since our last fight. And I like to say the last time I made out with my husband was two days ago. We have so much love for each other. Those sweet, sweet kisses, that affection, that appreciation just happens every day. And I can introduce you also to my little fur babies. You know, life for me did not put me on a path towards having children of my own. And so my, my fur babies, they are my life. They are my everything. And you, they make cameos in my books because they just are my constant companions. They are always there for me, just like I am always there for them. So we have Maggie, my poodle. She's a rescue. Lulu, my little Maltese Pomeranian mix. She's a rescue too. And they're just the best dogs you could possibly ask for. Of course, I am a good pack leader. Um, You know, I was saying the other day that the reason why I'm so good at helping you through your issues is because it comes naturally to me. Ever since I was very young, I've always been able to get close to the animals that were so terrified of everybody because maybe they, they were abused. Maybe they just were weren't shown the world they didn't know that people generally are good because they weren't socialized and so I was always able to befriend them and to gain their trust and then to help them through their fears and it's something that just translated naturally onto people and I love doing this I I actually love it so much I wrote eight books about it Um, and I've created a website where so many people come to it. Literally thousands of people come to my website every day to come get advice. Um, my YouTube channel as well. Uh, I get about a thousand or hundreds of people. Well, I'm going to say hundreds of views a week. Um, so far over 18,000 views and counting over 3,300 downloads on iTunes, tons of mainstream media mentions and thousands of books sold. I have so many women who reach out to me who say, thank you, you've helped me so much. I love, I love creating content for you. I love advising you. I love helping you. I love giving you what it is that you need. I listen very attentively. My content is created based on you and what it is that you're looking for. So my four most popular books are Comeback Queen, that's the one that helps you get over a breakup, No More Assholes, this is the vetting process, After the First Kiss, you know, because once you find the right partner, it's only half the battle. Now it's time to make it work. Now it's time to unpack that baggage. 
Now it's really down to the nitty gritty of how are we going to be together for the rest of our lives. And so I help you lay that foundation with after the first kiss, but we do tend to bring baggage into our relationships. And so I help you figure out how to unpack it and be the emotional leader in your relationship because more often than not, your partner is looking to you to try and understand what the tone is going to be for this relationship. Now, getting into the, you know, the the gist of what this webinar is about, leveling up, I want you to understand because I say with understanding comes compassion. And when you understand what brought you down, it's so much easier to overcome because now you're asking yourself the right questions. And I always say life begins when you ask yourself the right question. It's so important to direct yourself in the right way. And a lot of this stuff really started when we were children. Look, very few of us had perfect upbringings. Very, very, very few. But very many of us had similar upbringings. And that's why I'm going to talk about my journey in this one, because I want you again to understand that the need to level up is, is a product of what happened to us when we were much younger. And so the emotions that you tend to carry forward with you from your childhood, from those experiences, are anger, blame, and low self-esteem. These are you know, in my opinion, the most common emotions that we develop in sometimes our dysfunctional childhoods, and then we carry with us into our relationships and we vomit them forward over and over again. And it creates a pattern where you have relationships that aren't working, and then you're asking yourself, why isn't this working? So that's why I'm getting into this today. I want to help you decode why they didn't work. I'm going to start with my story. And, and so, you know, going back, here's Caroline. Hello, lovely. So going back to my childhood, going back to those early days, what was it that happened that brought me to a place as an adult where I needed to understand that I had to level up? So this is a tough one. This is a tough one to talk about. But I had an abusive mother. And, and I can't just lay that out without helping you understand nothing happens in a bubble. I understand my mother's pattern because I myself became part of that pattern. And I look at how my mom was raised and I don't ask myself why I understand why. I completely get it. Guys, if you find that you're having dysfunctional relationships, if you're feeling like you're just not settled, like you're not happy, look at your parents and then look at your parents' parents and start to see that transition of pain coming down through the generations. And so when I was growing up, I had a mom who had an abusive mother. And so the emotions, again, the anger, the blame, that happened from the mother-daughter transition. And so my mother was an angry mother, you know, and I, I, again, I don't blame her. She had a rough, rough childhood. It created the same feelings inside of me as it did inside of her. 
She didn't deal with it. She didn't know how to. She becomes an adult. She has a child. This child has a terminal illness. And then she has another child. Now she's got to juggle two kids and a husband. And it was just too much. And all of this pain coming up from her anger, along with the pain that was happening at the current time, was overwhelming for her. And it it showed itself in very abusive anger. And the lightning rod for that anger was myself. And what it did is it created this pain because when somebody is lashing out at you and it doesn't make sense to a child to be receiving the level of anger that you're receiving because we understand on a fundamental level what is wrong and what is right. And we know that the parents who bring us into the world are supposed to be the people who protect us. And when the people who are supposed to protect us don't, then it creates angst. And, and at first, it's, it's confusion. You know, this, this isn't fair. This shouldn't be happening. And as you get older, that pain turns into anger because anger is a byproduct of fear and pain. And there was a lot of fear and pain in my childhood, in my developing years. And so that fear and pain and that fear and pain embedded itself into my brain, into my psyche. And ultimately it turned into anger. And, and so that bled into my relationships, the low self-esteem that I had, you know, my mom, she built me up. I, no denying it over and over again throughout my life my mom definitely said you can do anything you want to do you are so smart but the validation that I sought as a child wasn't coming the way that a fundamental part of me understood it should have come so for instance I get a good grade on something in school I bring it home and all I wanted was the good job way to go and when I would show it I'd get the C doesn't that feel good? Don't you want to do that again? And immediately I would feel crushed. And so I, I had low self-esteem from that. And the blame factor. Now, how is it that we take blame from these things that happen to us as children and translate them into what we do as adults? And I did some thinking about that. And, you know, when I thought about what happens as a child and that fundamental knowledge that we have and, and knowing what's right and knowing what's wrong, when somebody is doing something that's wrong, we know that it's not our fault. And so there's that voice in our head that says, this is happening and it's not my fault. And so there's that, there's that battle, of course, you know, nature versus nurture. So the, the nature part of you, the fundamental knowing part of you, knows it's not your fault and then the nurturing what is actually happening this repetitive cycle that's going on it creates that dialogue it's not my fault it's not my fault and then you go into your relationships and you're going it's not my fault so you're always ascribing the pain inside of you to someone else because the habit was born in you when you were developing and another way that we will do this it's not my fault that we'll push it outside of ourselves find a source that isn't inside for the emotions those negative emotions that we have is that we live in a culture that has 
trained us to look outside of ourselves to soothe our emotions. So I want you to think about the media, think about every commercial that you see. If you feel insecure, if you feel like you don't belong, if you feel like you want more status, if you feel unhappy, here's a product, go out and buy it. It will fix what is going on inside of you. And so again, always looking outside of ourselves to soothe the emotions that we have on the inside. That's where this blame is coming from. It's a cycle that was kind of put into us as children and truly developed in us as adults by the media that surrounds us. So, you know, we, we're very trained in a way as children and we take that training into our relationships. And, and we have these feelings that are planted in us, this anger, this blame, this low self-esteem. And we go into relationships as adults. And we have this unresolved pain. We have this, it's, it's, not, my, it's not my fault, dialogue going on in our head. And the low self-esteem, they're repeating the dialogue that we picked up as children and we take it with us and this is how it translates into our relationships. The anger turns into fighting, the blame turns into the finger pointing, they need to change, not me. The low self-esteem means that you're staying in these dysfunctional relationships and like attracts like if you are on a low level you are attracted to and attractive to people who are also vibing on a low level people who have gone through similar experiences and have not fixed what's going on and so they're taking all these same emotions you know just to go back the unresolved pain, the it's not my fault, the repeating the old dialogues, they're taking these patterns and bringing them into their relationships. And now both of you have brought these similar traits and it's causing all of this pain. And let me tell you, I was bringing a lot of horrible habits into my relationships. For instance, fighting. Because I was raised in such a matter with my mother we seek what's familiar even if it's wrong for us and so I got into relationships where all we did was fight guys I fought so much and let me tell you I learned how to scream at home I really and I brought that into my relationships I screamed at my boyfriends at the top of my lungs I gritted my teeth at them I put my fist through a window because I was so enraged. I, I mean, my first relationship when I left home was an abusive one. So I was with somebody who hit me, who dragged me around by my hair, who choked me, who put a pillow over my face. I literally thought I was going to die. In my next relationship, I hit him. I have an ex-boyfriend out there who still has a scar on his face that I put there. So I brought so much dysfunction with me. I brought low self-esteem. I got in relationships with guys who were cheating on me, with you know guys who were obviously abusive, um, guys who were just with me because I was convenient, not because they cared about who I was. And I stayed. I asked myself the wrong question. Instead of saying, why am I 
why am I not looking for somebody who's focused on me? I was, I was saying, how can I be sexier? How can I be less jealous so that I'm not quote unquote overreacting about other girls that they're hanging out with? And so, you know, and, and the, the blaming part, obviously that was all part of the fighting. Like every time I was in a relationship that was dysfunctional, it was the other person that was the problem because the finger was always pointed outward, not at my own responsibility, which sometimes that would have been, you have to go. You have to take responsibility for your happiness and choose better people to get in a relationship with. And, and I brought, you know, all of this with me into my first marriage and what calmed me down somewhat was my first husband because this man refused to fight and so I would start my yelling screaming habit and he would just disappear he'd walk out of the room and I'd I'd be left standing there alone going who am I going to fight with and he actually trained me he trained me to stop fighting by leaving the room the moment I raised my voice And so I learned that in order to have a calmer relationship, I needed to have dialogues and not fights. And so what I did in in my first marriage is the moment that one of us would raise a voice, the other would leave the room, and then we would just sit in our two corners of, of the boxing ring, basically, and think about what just happened, figure out who was wrong, and the person who felt they needed to apologize would come back and restart the conversation with an apology and then we would have a discussion about what just happened we would come to a resolution so this was great great I brought that into my next relationship but there was still a combative nature to me there was definitely a combative nature to my husband because he came from a combative household and he came from a combative marriage and so you know again the spark was reignited and we fought for 10 years. Now, it wasn't the kind of fighting that I had come from. It wasn't the kind of fighting that he had come from. But there was still a lot of fighting. There was still a lot of dysfunction. And this went on for 10 years because we did not unpack the baggage. And so, you know, it, it was difficult because of the dysfunction that we were both bringing and neither of us understood that we needed to level up. And so neither of us were really engaging ourselves. We were both busy with trying to get the other person to change so that we could feel better. But leveling up is not about that. Leveling up is closing ranks within yourself and saying, wait a second, I'm going to stop looking at other people. I'm going to look only at myself I'm going to figure out where this BS is coming from I'm going to address it at the source which is me yes I might have picked this up from my childhood I'm I'm going to give you guys an analogy here and this is this is a true story but it just it gave me such a perfect vision of how we need to take responsibility for what happens to us and the reaction that that creates within us. So my stepson used to play hockey. We were at a hockey tournament one day and in between um, 
oh my God, this is so funny. I'm going to forget this. I always make a joke about this because my husband watches sports and I'll, we'll be watching basketball and I'll say, how many innings in basketball? And I always play around with that. But so periods, so in between periods in hockey, you know, I went to the washroom and there's a little bit of a lineup and I was the next one in line and a stall door opens and a woman comes out and looks at me and she looked shocked like, oh, oh, and she went, that wasn't me. And then she bolted out of the bathroom. I go into the stall and I understood what she was talking about. There was a ton of pee all over the seat. Like she stood on it and splashed it all over the place. I don't know what the hell happened in there, but there was so much pee. And and I thought to myself, well, okay, maybe you didn't put the pee on the seat. Maybe that wasn't you. That could well be. She could have she could have said, Oh, I'm not sitting on that. And and she didn't, but she left the pee. And that was her responsibility. That's what she was responsible for. She could have easily taken a wad of toilet paper, wiped the seat down, and put that toilet paper in the little receptacle beside the toilet or flushed it down the toilet. Easily have done that. But she didn't. So she may have been responsible for the she may not have been responsible for the pee on the seat, but she was responsible for leaving the pee on the seat. And that comes down to us as well. My mom peed on me. Her mom peed on her. But I take responsibility for dealing with the pee that's on me instead of leaving it for someone else and going, here's a mess. You deal with it. Not my problem. And now they have to deal somehow with the mess that's been created. And I don't think that's fair. I help people overcome what's happened to them so they stop vomiting it forward because it's not fair to take your past pain and to stay at a low level and just go into one relationship after another going, you need to change so I get better No, my loves, healing starts with you. When you heal yourself, you elevate yourself. And in that way, you help heal other people because they see what you've done. And we are monkeys designed to imitate. And when they see that you have healed yourself, they themselves understand how to heal. And so this cycle begins to change. And so the next level is peace, responsibility, and self-esteem. Those are the feelings that are associated to leveling up. And let me tell you guys, because I've leveled up. I'm, I'm not shy about saying that 100%. I have taken myself to the next level. I do not vomit anymore. I do not suffer from low self-esteem anymore. I do not blame other people for how I feel anymore. And I feel at peace. I used to have so much anxiety. I, I went through this huge depression that was brought on of years of unresolved pain. When I mentioned earlier, I had a sister with a terminal illness. It took her away. And that is something that happened when I was 17 and she was 21 and when you're young and and I mean at 17 I was very selfish you know 
like I had a boyfriend and I was like, why go see my sister in the hospital when I can spend time with my boyfriend? And to be fair, my sister had been in the hospital every few months for a few weeks my entire life. And I was used to her going in and then coming out. And I was not making associations with my sister dying. I wasn't understanding that her staying this long was her dying. I wasn't understanding that family members coming from Ontario to British Columbia was because she was dying. And I'm, I'm sure, I don't know if anybody sat, I don't even remember if somebody sat me down and said, your sister's dying. I don't even know. I don't remember. And if they did, it did not register. And my sister passed away. And you can see, you know, it, that kind of pain, it doesn't go away. But I didn't deal with it because I didn't know how at 17. I had no idea. And then within a month, my sister passed away. We moved to another province. I started a new school. My life was upended completely. And what did I do? I shut it down. I put it away. And I thought I was fine until I was in my late 30s. And my cat, which for me was my baby, my child, passed away. And I remember as he was dying, I remember saying to him, literally saying to him, I will be by your side because I wasn't there for my sister. And yet, even though those words came out of my mouth, I didn't make the association between my cat dying and me reliving my sister's death, but I hit a deep, deep, deep depression. And so all of this combination of my history, my current goings-on, you know, fighting for so long with my husband, it sucked me right down. And when I say I came from far, when I say I understand, guys, I understand so much. I understand having a traumatic childhood. I understand being in abusive relationships. I understand depression. I understand addiction. And I understand happiness. Because when you level up, the process of leveling up is the process of developing happiness. It is the process of rearranging your thought patterns of rearranging your feelings. And in this way, you actually rearrange the life that is going on around you. It is fantastic. And so this is what I want to help you do. I know I keep saying that, but what can I say? I'm just excited about helping you learn. So those feelings, peace, responsibility, self-esteem, how do they translate into your relationships. So peace comes from mindfulness. It is a daily behavior. If you maintain your mindfulness, which is staying in the moment, appreciating the goodness, meditation, so you shrink your amygdala, thus reducing your fight or flight, which in turn reduces your capacity to feel stress, fear, and anxiety, when you see the goodness that's around you and you show gratitude for it, listen, the opposite of gratitude is misery. And so when you pull yourself into gratitude, you're pulling yourself out of unhappiness. And whatever you do over and over again in your mind starts to run on autopilot. So guys, have you ever thought about something so much that when you wanted to stop thinking about it, you just couldn't? 
It's because you carved it so much in your mind that your brain just took it over and started running it on autopilot. So when you start delving into gratitude and making gratitude a habit, not just every day, I mean so many moments of every day, just making it something that you touch into over and over and over again, you carve it into your brain and what your brain will start doing is dishing it out for you. Just like it dished out those dysfunctional thought patterns, it starts to dish out the functional thought patterns, the beautiful thought patterns, the grateful thought patterns, the loving thought patterns, the compassionate thought patterns. When you meditate, you increase your hippocampus, which is where compassion and introspection comes from, which means your self-dialogue begins to elevate and now your self-esteem is on its way up because what you're thinking about yourself, what you're saying about yourself, is elevated and now you start to set boundaries because you will not let anything take you backwards guys when you level up you just won't let anything level you down because you've already been there and the last thing you want to do is go back down so now you're setting boundaries i will not let you talk to me this way and if you choose to talk to me this way, I have to put you away. You cannot be in my life until you choose to communicate with me on a better level, on a more respectful level. I will not let you put hands on me in anger. That is a no-no. I have boundaries. I respect myself. I respect my body. I respect my state of mind. And the responsibility takes you to a whole new level because when you take responsibility for your behavior, you alleviate your psyche. Now, I want you to think about how much effort it takes to blame other people. Look, you have to find out how they went wrong. You have to fight with them about how wrong they are over and over and over again, trying to get them to understand just how wrong they are. But when you take responsibility for your behaviors, it is absolutely liberating. I cannot stress enough how much my relationship improved when I started modeling apologies with my husband. And, and let me tell you, apologizing is the hardest thing to do. When you spend a lifetime looking at other people and going, okay, I can see how your part is being played in this and you need to acknowledge it and you need to, to say you're sorry and you need to change your behavior so that you're not doing this anymore. And they go, yeah, but you, and you're like, you're not listening to, to me. You're not listening to what I'm saying. When you start to ask yourself, what is my part in this before going to somebody to have a discussion, when you figure out, well, I lost my cool. Um, I didn't do what I should have done. They are justified. When you have the conversation in your head, before you go to a person and you come up with all of their arguments and you figure out what is actually true about what they will say about you and you come to them with that truth before they even have to say it and you say, you know, I'm really sorry for, for getting angry at you earlier I know I lost my cool. I know I know that wasn't good for you. That that made you uncomfortable. It made you feel invalidated. It it made you feel like I didn't care about your feelings. And 
and I want you to know I'm going to be doing some meditation, you know, to calm myself down. I already, I already did some time just now, but I'm going to make sure that I stay on top of it so that I don't have that kind of reaction again. What is there to say on their part? There is nothing. When you have called yourself out completely and there is nothing for them to call you out for, it dissolves the fight that would have happened. There is no fighting. And so now you get to maintain a peaceful state of mind because you're not combative anymore. You've taken the fight out of the relationship. And when you can maintain a peaceful, happy mindfulness from one moment to the next and not lose it to anything, you feel so fantastic. And again, this is what leveling up is. It's achieving a state of happiness and then staying there. It really is incredible. So just coming back to my slideshow. Now, here's the beautiful thing about what happens next when you start displaying those behaviors in a relationship keeping control of your emotions by using mindfulness, apologizing for your behaviors, setting boundaries, not letting people do things that they should not be doing. Now you start to see a change around you. And again, remember I said earlier, the people who love you will follow your lead. The people who are more in love with their dysfunction will start to fall off. Now what you notice is a shift in the quality of the energy of the people around you. You'll notice a shift in the behavior in the people around you. So what you get is more love. You know, a lot of women, they listen to my podcasts, they read what I write, they watch my videos. And so my language really is geared very much towards women. And and I am a woman. I am experiencing things from a woman's perspective. And, And so, you know, I have this view on relationships that is from the female point of view and men are different from women and they have a different set of emotions. Like, yes, when it comes to funny, exciting, blissful, they match our emotional response. But when it comes to the emotion heartwarming, they double our emotional response And when you level up and you start creating this safe space within your relationship because you are not allowing fights to happen, what you get from your male partner is an increase of love to a point that you yourself as a woman cannot even fathom because they double our emotional response. And so take the level of love that you feel. What is the biggest feeling of love you've ever had in your life that felt like it wanted to split you open and blow you up because it was just so big and times that by two. And that's how much a man can go in his feelings of love. And men are very tangible people. When they love you, usually it shows in their behaviors. It's not just words. 
you know, it, I, some men are very much the words of affirmation. And so that's where the increase of love will show itself. But some men are acts of service, so they will do more for you. Some are physical affection. They will be more affectionate. Some like to buy gifts, and so you will be showered with more gifts. Some of them are quality time, so they're going to make sure that they spend more time with you. However it is that they show their love language, you start to get more because they feel like it's a safe place to let that feeling of love develop and grow and really start to manifest itself within the relationship. Now, I never thought I'd hear my husband say I'm sorry, but guess what? When I started modeling how to apologize, the three phases, which is showing that you understand what you did wrong, I'm sorry for... And then laying that behavior out that you realize you did, I overreacted, I blew up, I lost my cool, I did this thing that made you feel disrespected, whatever it is, I'm sorry for. Acknowledging their feelings is the second part. I, I understand that it probably made you feel disrespected, it made you feel like I didn't care. And then the resolution is the third part. This is what I'm going to do going forward to try and keep myself from repeating this behavior again. I want you to have some faith in me that I have thought this out very carefully. I am remorseful and I do want to change. I don't want to keep vomiting the same behavior into our relationship. Guess what? they start modeling how to apologize. They start doing the same thing. It is such a beautiful thing. And you know, my husband and I, we got so good at apologizing to each other. We are now at a point where it's happening automatically inside of our heads. We get from, from feeling wronged to forgiveness extremely fast because now it's just clicking inside of our head because we've done it so many times. It's a pattern that we're so familiar with that it's just automatic for us in our relationship now. And we allow each other to be human, which is the beautiful part of that because look, as much as you may practice meditation and mindfulness and level yourself up, you are still a human body. You're still reactive to your environment. You still may get stressed and frustrated. You might still vomit. And when we can allow each other to have those blips, those moments, and not hold it against each other, not turn it into a fight, and let each other get through it, we transition back into that loving space very quickly without losing it, which is the beauty part. And when you elevate your self-esteem, when you set boundaries, when you surround yourself with people who want nothing but the best for you because you have leveled up and so you've leveled up the people who are around you, now what you get is an increased amount of support. And that is so important because as human beings, we rely on each other to survive on this planet. And there is a fundamental need inside of ourselves to seek the support of other human beings. And it is nourishing to us to have somebody support. When we don't feel supported, we are unhappy. There's a void. And some people, you know, they, they seek somebody to get that feeling from and they're always going from wrong person to wrong person sometimes they get so tired of going from one wrong person to the next they just decide you know what I'm just going to stick with a person and I'm 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 just going to hope one day this is going to get better but leveling up means you end up with support 
support of people and now you are powered up to help your dreams come true. And that is absolutely incredible. So let me get into some recommended reading that kind of backs up the lessons that I've talked about today. If you are going through a breakup, Comeback Queen is the book I wrote that helps you level up. It helps you understand how to heal. It helps you learn how to move forward. And it helps you know how to level up for the next time around. Now from there, you'd graduate into No More Assholes. And here's some more leveling up. You're going to vet for character. You're not going to end up with people who take you down. You're going to learn how to set boundaries. And you're going to level up into your next relationship. But again, we tend to bring baggage in our relationships. And so I teach you how to level up with my book, Fix That Shit. I teach you to level yourself up. I teach you how to stand your ground so that you are, again, getting the best from your partner and not taking anything less than the right kind of behavior. And I teach you how to show your partner how to level up himself. And I love, love, love the feedback that I get. This is something that I got this week. Thank you. It's, this is, it's, again, it's just, I can't get enough of these. My love language is words of affirmation, physical affection. So when I see you, I'll be like, do you want a hug? Because I'm all up for that. But, you know, also getting your feedback, understanding what's working for you, understanding that I am working for you fuels my fire. So this is something somebody wrote me. Thank you. I couldn't have done it without you. You have absolutely no idea how hard it has been for me the past six months. And just talking to you for the past little while has put things in perspective. And I feel a lot happier and more confident in myself. And I have you to thank. And people, this lights me up from the inside out. So again, you know, Always, these webinars are for you. These topics are for you. I create these for you. What do you want to learn about next week? Let me know. Put it in the comments. Send me an email. Um, and then I love working one-on-one. -on -one. You know, this is where the real work gets done because every person is an individual. And so every person requires, you know, a, a different level of coaching. How intense do I need to be? How much do I do I need to let you learn for yourself versus how much do I need to really plug in and, and just be there day by day by day? Um, I have a bag full of tricks that ultimately come out in my coaching, but not everybody gets them at the same pace. And so this is always designed for you. Now, when I do these webinars, I have a special that I do that is not on my website. It is six sessions. Each session is an hour and a half for $665. Uh, and, I, and I do take payment plans. So, you know, if this is something that you're interested in leaning in, do reach out to me and say, hey, I heard about your special on the Chantal Hyde show and I will give it to you. Let's talk about what you need. Of course, you know, before I get into it with a client, I do like to get on a phone call because I want to make sure that we are right for each other. So do message me if you're thinking about coaching. Let's get on a call. Let's talk about it and see if this is going to work out for the two of us. And guys, I went online today before I, I figured out if I should leave these slides up or not. My books are still on sale on Chapters and Indigo. So if paperback is your thing, do go and grab a copy. 
Um, this is such a great price. I'm loving that they're on sale because it just makes it so much more accessible to you and that makes me super duper happy. Now, as usual, I am everywhere. So you will find me on Instagram. I am on Instagram all day long. You're going to find me on YouTube if you're not already watching this on YouTube. Do subscribe to my channel if you haven't already because I put up new videos all the time and I've got a production company that's working on some new videos and they're going to be super fun, definitely high quality. This is like one of the top production companies in Ontario. They make documentaries for our biggest news channels like Global. Um... And, and so I'm super excited about what is coming. I am on Facebook. Uh, and so come and find me, my podcast. You can find it on iTunes or whatever podcast player that you just love to dive into. And as always, you can email me too. My door is always open to you. I love answering questions. I love being there for you. I love our conversations. And, and I love how much we lean into each other. And I love you letting me know that I've somehow lifted you up today and, and maybe changed your perspective. I say perspective is my talent. This is what people come to me for because they come, they come with the habits. They come with the dialogue in their brains. And, and they say, like, this isn't working for me. I need to change. And I start showing them the other side. I start helping them understand where that pain is coming from so that they break the habit they break the pattern I am the pattern breaker so if there's a pattern if there's a box you need to step out of and you want some help stepping out of that box into something better do reach out to me there's nothing I love more than creating this happy energy with you inside of you because I do believe in karma and I know that what's happening in you bleeds into my psyche and it just elevates me so let me elevate you so you can elevate me and I can elevate more people and you will elevate more people and in this way we start a love revolution so guys I'm going to sign off for tonight it was wonderful seeing you again I love you very much I will be back soon. I will be back here next Tuesday. So next week, we're, the, we're doing the No More Assholes webinar. This is for the people who want to get into dating on the right foot. We have a culture that says kiss to see where it goes. No wonder so many people are miserable. No wonder so many people are bouncing in and out of relationships because we are committing to strangers hoping for the best. What I teach you how to do in this No More Assholes webinar is to figure out who someone is. Avoid the trap of committing to a stranger. I want you to see where it goes and then kiss the right one because you are much more likely to stay in that relationship if that is what you do. So if you're single or you have some single friends or you're dating and you want to figure out how to level up in your dating life so that you're finding someone better the next time around this you know the relationship that you're going to stay in join me for the no more assholes webinar the link is in my bio on my facebook page it's on the sign up tab on my instagram it's in the bio on my website canadasdatingcoach.com you'll find it on the webinars tab sign up for the no more assholes webinar i co-host it with rebecca thomas right now and she's a life coach from grand rapids michigan both of us elevate you 
and we offer something really special at the end of that show so do watch it and get your friends to join us it's so much fun guys i love doing this and i will see you next tuesday or the tuesday after if you're not joining me for the no more assholes webinar i'll talk to you soon guys